Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another episode. Today we're going to be educated by a guy who's not only an entrepreneur, but is a good service to the community because he's in the building industry like myself I was many years ago and he's uh, run his own painting and decorating firm but he also has it on social media and he's actually more advanced in what I want uh, what I want to do so I'll probably learn a thing or two myself so nice to have you here today Craig aye aye yes I. so first thing first when did you realize that you wanted to be in the painting and decorating industry and why Whoa, well, it wasn't even a thing that I realised I wanted to do it. <laughs> it was a thing where I had to do it. And how could I say, I think it would be best, you know, it would be best elaborated if I go back to the years of when I actually started painting. So, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm 35, I think. You know, when, once you reach past the 30, <laughs> you kind of forget your age. I, I think I'm 36 this year. So it's like, you know... Um, in relation to when I was young, you know, grew up with my mother, you know, and my brother, and she taught us a lot of stuff as a single parent mother, you know, and yeah, she taught me how to, how to paint at the age of four. So it was like, I'm, I'm at her knee height, painting the walls <laughs> with the paintbrush. Oh, my br- yeah no painting the walls and you know so i'm painting the walls at like knee high and then my brother's painting it at you know chest waist height and then my mother's above us painting the walls as well and those those were the days where we didn't use rollers we used paintbrush for the whole wall so <laughs> so yeah we learned we learned a lot you know back then as well because i it's not only just the painting and decorating I, i do carpentry and many others as well many other things as well um so it's like even with sorry did you learn carpentry from your mum that as well so in relation to how that was done it was um you know like uh back in the day you know we go argos and get a whole bunch of stuff um and it will come flat packed <laughs> and you got to build it so what mumsy used to do is she used to just take all the stuff out of the boxes me my brother and i we used to take all the stuff out of the boxes she'll take the instructions and she'll tear it up and she says this was created by someone without instructions so we can do the same you see so with those teachings there taught i to use common sense as well in relation to the build and everything else and that was that was when the journey began however when I started the company, it was actually 2019. Um, I became a single father then, and my son, he now was in full-time school. So because he's in full-time school, it was like, wow, it was like the whole world opened up to me because I had I had a lot more time on my hands now. And about a month later, after that, I just opened up the company. Um, I've been running businesses for a long time since I was pretty young. Um, heavily in the music industry as well so there was a lot of influences growing up um, doing different businesses however committing to pain and decorating was was a, a life's choice it was a mature choice and it was a choice in relation to being able to build something for the family so 
the inspiration was there and it's been since 2019 as I said so yeah I think that answered the question. That's, that's very interesting that your mum was a hands-on person with the carpentry and uh, paint and I, I can visualise the, the scenario of you guys painting at different levels. Yeah. Very, very practical and uh, yeah, functional. Um, what would you say has been the hardest things that you've had to overcome since you've had your painting and decorating business? Um, I'm, a, I'm a very... I'm a very hands-on person in relation to getting stuff done out there, in relation to, like, marketing and everything else. So when I first started the company, I just went all in. You know, I, I was on all of the checker traders, trusted trader, my builder, everything, um, trying everything out. And in relation to trying stuff out, um, it was me, you know, putting all those funds in. And I give thanks to my support network because I was able to do that and still also provide for the children. Um, but at the same time, it's like the hardest challenge was keeping up that's like i was wearing myself thin because i was getting to one trying to go to one site start that one then go to the another site start that one um it was it was it was a lot you know delegation is key <laughs> so now you know i have a strong team and you know we actually had i just had to just find the the, the solution to that issue and you know i'm only one person at the time so i couldn't wear myself thin and trying to be at more than one site um but it did teach me a lot in relation to time scale. You know, how long it will take me to finish a room, how long it will take me to lay 30 square metres of flooring, you see? So then that also gave me a nice benchmark in relation to how I could delegate the work to others. And it's not an assumption that they're going to get it done as quickly as I would. It's more so giving a good guideline. So if it takes me three days to do a room, at least I know... I can say three to five days for someone else. You see, so it was, it was, it was. You know, I think that the, the finding the right people for the right skills, mm -hmm. in relation to the stuff that I was getting work for, was the the, the hardest challenge in that sense. Okay. You know about the bill of quantities. The bill of qu quantities. Yeah. No. Um, bill of quantities, something the quantity surveyors use to work out how long it should take the average person builder. Um, to do their trade. Mm. So a brick layer should, let's say, be able to lay 150 bricks in a day. If it's a clear platform, mm. clear site, and nothing's in its way. Uh, plumber should be able to, or drainage, ground worker should be able to lay so many layers of pipe, and all these kind of things. So there's an actual standard mm. you can go by. So you can measure, you can also use that as yourself, because in legal practice, if you someone took up a case against another party, saying they're taking too long, stretching out the job, that's what they would use in court. <laughs> Quantities as a guideline, and it's also helped people price out. I know if a bricklayer lays 150 bricks, or I don't know, let's say 30 linear square meters in a day, I know that job should be able to take a if it if it's let's say. A thousand linear square meters, I can divide it up and work out how many days it should take. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, when I'm giving that price to the client, I've actually got something fair to go on. If you see what I mean, yeah, in that respect. I noticed you spoke about um, dealing with personality. 
how how do you deal with those personalities? Because obviously everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what are you looking for in people, and how do you na navigate the different people's personalities? Because every day you've got ten employees, you're guaranteed to have listen one problem in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. You know what? Um, I must I must be honest in relation to dealing with some of the work. Um, I think growing up in because I grew up in Tooton, so growing up in Tooton is 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 a diverse uh, range of different different ethnic groups and different cultures. Um, so I kind of grew up in a certain environment where I always mixed with everyone. Um, at the same time, I also had strong comprehension on how I was also perceived, and in relation to dealing with um, the the characters, it was it was more so it's more so life experiences that's that's assisted me in being able to manage um, different characteristics, um, especially the ones that I encounter. I just try to say as calm as possible in relation to dealing with any situation. So, for example, really. Um, I was in a situation with a uh, with with a client. I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> yeah, and um, as soon as I walked up to the door, so we've had we've had phone conversations. You know, you know when you're you're landing the the work to begin with. Um, we had phone conversations and everything else, and it was very polite. You know, the the conversations were very nice. You know, the. the the communication was on point and then it went on to a, a situation where um when i had to go and view the property to to give the quote uh, the guy saw my face and he his, his jaw dropped and it's like he had that level that some some level of disappointment in in looking at looking at me um his missus was all right <laughs> she was cool with it um and it's like he was just like Craig and I was like yeah how you doing da, da, da. and he's you know we walked around the property and I can just see that he was just getting even more uneasy just knowing that I'm in his property and I'm in his environment and um started to do the work but then uh you know I'm able to deal with micromanagements and everything else but then the the ethnic prejudice so to speak started to push through and it just became more and more evident. But in situations like that, I keep calm. Um, I explain to the person how, you know, what I'm ex what I'm observing, and that's it. You know, we we keep it as professional as possible. Um, that's the same thing I teach all of, you know, the the, the guys who I have working with me, um, on sites is just you know remain calm and and if you have any issues, just bring it to me. Mm. But yeah, if if that kind of makes sense in relation to some of the characters we deal with yeah okay so when you said you you observe and you bring it to his attention mm -hmm. what do you what do you exactly mean do you mean you point out that what, what the client's behavior is like at the present moment or so you know i would i would do it via the office you know rather than doing face-to-face -face confrontation i would explain to him there and then I'll just say it seems like you, you may feel a little bit uncomfortable um, due to the way how things are going rather than making it seem very evident that it's due to 
the fact that I'm in your property. It's more so due to the the method that I'm using in order to do something. Um, and then via the office, the office will actually explain everything. And there's no, there's no in response. There's actually no denial in the action that was that was what that was observed. If you get what I mean. So the client's not saying no, you're wrong. Yeah, none, not at all, not at all. Okay, but how do they take that 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 kind of email or letter? I have no idea. <laughs> they, you don't get any response. Like we, 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 we get a response, but it's not a response that is objective to what we just said. Do you see what I mean? They don't object to it or anything like that. They just take it and say, okay, well, thank you for your da da da, da and that's it. Um, okay. There have been some people who have, you know, taken it and said, oh, who just don't respond. And those are the ones where I say, ah, oh, yeah. But it's more so like, the missus would respond because she was more receptive to having us in the property um, mm. but he wasn't the one that, that actually responded if you get what I mean so yeah yeah, yeah I hear you I hear you okay that's that's, <laughs> that's interesting you spoke about you had other businesses before what kind of businesses were those? oh um, well I was a I was a recording artist heavily known in the industry for quite some time Mm-hmm. Um, those were the fun days and now days have got even funner <laughs> being a single father so it's pretty good um, in relation to the, the business I was running as a recording artist that's a business in itself um, sorry let me stop you there where can people find you for the painting and decorating side of things uh, social media? yeah on social media um, the renovation gateway um also, the Renovation Gateway Limited is on, like, Company House. You just type that in and then you'll just find us. <laughs> but Renovation Gateway is, 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 is the name of the company. Um, you'll find us on Trust a Trader, Check a Trader, everything, really. And you're on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram as well, same thing. Um, Facebook? Rent, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, absolutely everything. Do you, um, you want to spell that name? Please? Yeah, so that's Renovation, R E N. A O V A T I O N Gateway G A T E W A Y. Last question, you've been a great guest. What's the impact you want to have on the world? <sighs> you know what, I want to. I've always said you have to treat people how you want to be treated. So I can't expect the children to be able to grow up in a, a good environment if I'm not willing to assist in building that environment. So, you know, assisting other parents in being able to find work. Um, you know, I'm actually in a group with, with, with fathers who are actually, you know, single fathers and, you know, always reaching out to them, assisting them in finding work as well, just putting money in their pocket you know, keeping their mind okay, you know what I mean? Like, mm. keeping your mind active is very important, especially in these 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 times. Um, but yeah, I would say the aim is to, to assist in building the environment for further generations in a way where it's reflecting upon them where they don't feel like they're trapped in something that's, that they have 
that they have no reason to feel trapped in, if you get what I mean. Um, I know that this would reflect differently on different people, depending on your mindset. But I always say that, you know, we're not trapped in something other than our minds. And it's for us to really go out of our way to free our state of mind so then we can actually realise that we're already free. You know, there's nothing holding us back other than ourselves. So, you know, I've, I've been a young man who's been able to get involved with a lot of stuff growing up. You know, many people will say, oh, how, how have you been able to do so much stuff? You're so young. You know, I've had the clothing label, um, a skateboarding company, um, you know, heavily involved in the music industry from, from a young age. Do you see what I mean? So there's a lot that I have done. Um, recently obtained a few degrees as well. Um, and it's it, it's just being able to show, especially my son, um, showing him that you don't have to go the route that everyone else goes that looks like you. We're always perceived to be in sports or entertainment. And I always say to him, you're not here for people's entertainment. You're here for you. You have to go and find your thing to do. But it don't have to be in entertainment. Don't feel like that you have to go to studio in order to make it in this world. You know, you don't have to play a sport in order to make it in this world. You can use your hands. You can use your mind, use your imagination. Same with my daughter. So, yeah, I just think it's imperative to just to assist in mending the mindsets of the growth of the youth, if that yeah that's that's the end goal really okay it's interesting you say about having a purpose on idle minds have you ever heard of Hadrian's wall no Hadrian's wall is it's like the great wall of china but the british version it went from it's across north england from east the east side to the west dividing mm-hmm. Scotland and England or the Celts from the Romans mm-hmm. it was built they say to keep the Rome uh, keep the Celts out but really it was built um, because idle soldiers cause a lot of problem mm-hmm. so if you're not going any further forward give them a job to do and it also works a demarcation line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that kind of thing so yeah I understand about um, the idle minds and but thanks a lot for that. No, thank you, thank you. And we wish you well. Ah, uh, all the best. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.